This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode 182. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show, Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. This is episode number 182. And this is the show for pizza entrepreneurs, restaurant entrepreneurs, local business owners who want to know what's working in marketing. Hiring, training, all of that good stuff. We're going to bring you expert interviews. We're going to give you some of our advice. We're going to show you some topics and some things that can help you grow your business. Our goal with the podcast is to have you listen to the show and be able to walk away with something that you can go use in your business today. We hopefully do that with the podcast here. Our live shows over on Facebook and YouTube. Our new show, The SPM Show, which has been out a couple episodes now. You can go check that out over on YouTube. And our website, smartpizzamarketing.com, our mastermind group, all of that good stuff. Today's episode, I am excited for, I have Sammy on from Greenville Avenue Pizza Company, also known as Gapco, who was recently named the Young Entrepreneur of the Year. This is a really good episode, and although Sammy is young and he just opened his second location, he's doing some great things when it comes to marketing and how to use video because something, uh, video is something that we've been stressing for and doing a lot of here in our own production with our clients and ourselves and stressing a lot here on the podcast. And Sammy's doing a great job of producing in-house content through video and then distributing that on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, And he has a good philosophy for it. And we talk a lot about what he's doing with video on this podcast episode and not only what he's doing for customers, but what he's doing with video for potential future employees. So he's creating content for not only customers to see what they're doing and what they're up to and come in and obviously buy from them, but he's also creating content for future employees who are going to watch those videos and then want to come work for him because of the videos that they have seen on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. So interesting stuff on this podcast episode. You're going to want to stay tuned for the whole thing. It's really, really good. Uh, I just want to say thanks before we get into the podcast episode to Susan at Our Town America. Susan's been a longtime sponsor of the show. If you're looking for ways to find new customers, you definitely want to contact Susan. She's very, very affordable with her services. What she does is she helps you find people who have just recently moved into your area. So if you've noticed that people maybe haven't come in on Friday or Saturday nights, they used to come in a lot, and now they don't, maybe they just moved away, which means somebody else moved into that house or apartment. Susan helps you track down those people who have just moved in. She helps you create some sort of offer or incentive package branded with your stuff on it. It gets delivered to them. They come into your restaurant because they're new. They try you out for the first time. And then Susan also helps you help follow up to make sure that they become customers and not just one-time customers, all for a very, very affordable price. So if you're listening to the show and you're looking for ways to grow your business through direct mail, Susan's got your answer. Go check her out or contact her at Susan at OurTown.net, or you can head over to our website uh, and check her out there as well. Also, if you're looking for an online ordering solution, Total Loyalty Solutions is our preferred online ordering platform right now. They have their own online ordering service. That's one flat monthly fee, which means you don't get charged a percentage or a per order fee. It's branded with your website and your pictures on it. So it goes right onto your website. And if you need an app, they'll also help you create that. And the cool thing about Total Loyalty Solutions is it doesn't cost you per order or a percentage of each order. So it incentivizes you to push people online because we find that when people order from online, versus phone call, the average order is 4 to $6 more per order. So if you're not utilizing your online ordering platform, you're definitely missing out. So go check out Total Loyalty Solutions at totalloyaltysolutions.com 
or you can go check out the products we recommend page over at Smart Pizza Marketing. All right. There's a whole bunch of other stuff I could talk about, but I don't want to because that was a lot right there. So if, you, if you're listening to this intro and you just want to get into the podcast episode with Sammy and listen in on how he can help you create better video by watching what he does, it's it. This is the time. So sit back, relax. Well, if you're at work, don't sit back and relax. Keep working and keep listening. And hopefully you walk away from this episode with something that you can go do in your business. And if you need a question or you have a question, you can email me, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. All right, let's get into it with Sammy from Greenville Avenue Pizza Company. All right, guys, I'm excited for today's episode. I have on with me Sammy Mandel of Greenville Avenue yeah. Pizza Company, also known as Gapco, out of Dallas, Texas, who was recently announced as the 2018 Young Entrepreneur of the Year at the this year's Pizza Expo by Pizza Today Magazine. So I'm excited to have him on the show, talk about what he's doing, his videos, his business, how he's grown so quickly, and all of that good stuff. So Sammy, thank you so much for taking the time out and joining us on the show today. Yeah, great to be here with you today, Bruce, and uh, thank you for the mention. And uh, uh, it's been great getting back from Pizza Expo to uh, to share the award with everybody, and uh, it's been a great experience. That's awesome. So how did you get into like How did you start in the pizza industry? Man, um, you know, back in you know, in my younger younger days, I guess I was <laughs> twenty four. I was going to say how um, young? Uh, younger days. You, you feel? I feel like you're only <laughs> like twenty seven now. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm 35 now, but um, a little over 10 years ago, I actually had an ATM business, and I was down here on a very popular uh, bar strip uh, known as Lowest Greenville, and uh, just kind of out here filling my ATM machines, and realized that on this bar strip there was not a pizza by the slice place, and I was just like, oh my god, like we could make a killing. This is like such a no-brainer. Um, I see the demand, I see the opportunity and, you know, got with family and said, Hey, we need to make this happen. Um, I'm thinking that this is just going to be a, a shoe in. And, uh, and then I learned what being a restaurant owner was all about and how difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, right. Uh, and it was, it was a nightmare the first, you know, three years trying to learn all the ins and outs. And, uh, you know, going from managing, you know, machines to managing people, uh, is way different. And, uh, when you're only 24, that's a challenge in itself. Yeah. It's, I mean, 24 years old, you probably have employees who are much older than you and oh, yeah. you, you've never been in the business before. So that is a strike against you in their eyes and you're younger than them. So it must've been real difficult. Oh my God. I mean, the, my, the extent of my, uh, service industry experience was, uh, serving for three months at Chili's, <laughs> which doesn't count for much. <laughs> no, no. And I didn't do that very well. And, uh, um, so, you know, going in, just being a, just being like an entrepreneur that I kind of already was with the ATM business. I was like, man, I can do this. And man, I mean, you know, as I said in one of my videos, like, boy, was I wrong. You know, I mean, it took me, it took me years to really learn, uh, everything that I had to learn from the ground up, really. Um, luckily, you know, I had an older brother there that was with me for the first three years of the business and um, had my, you know, previous experience with the ATM business where I was able to learn a lot about money and finance. Um, and I was able just to really take those two things and, um, and just my own perseverance and willing to, willing to just go in and work 90 hours a week to basically self-teach, teach, teach myself how to, 
you know, go to the next level and continue to grow and what I was going to do with the company. And here I am 10 and a half years later, just opened up my second location uh, eight months ago and things are going really well. How long was it before you, I mean, we never really have it figured out, but how long was it when you, after you opened your first store, like the first couple of years and you looked around, you're like, you know what? I think I can, I think I kind of have this figured out. Um, it would probably be, man, um, opened in 2007, struggled till about 2010, really tough. I'd say probably 2012 was when I finally got to a point where I just was sat there and kind of told myself like, Hey, I'm, I'm getting the hang of this. Um, I've got a good crew. What's my next move? Yeah. Um, so, so five years. It was, yeah, it was a five year investment of time um, and, a, and a little bit of reinvesting in the business uh, to where I truly began to feel a little comfortable. So now looking back at that first five years, you know, if Sammy in 2018 could talk to Sammy in 2007, what would you tell him? Don't open it without a point of sale system. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was uh, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> was it just chaotic, or was it just hard to organize? Oh man, I mean, well, having you know, I I, I survived the first, uh, I think it was a uh, uh, three or four years without one, and just using a regular old cash register you buy at Sam's, and uh, I mean, you know, the, from from day one when you install a point of sale, you're just like, this is this is a no brainer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there was any single thing that I could probably go back and change, it would it had probably been that. Um, I'm still surprised because I come across people who today don't have point of sale systems. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, now, you know, I'm, we, we always are trying to see what's so new in technology. And so the even thought that you would open a business without all the, the capacity to be able to have that information, um, is just crazy to me. So now when you became, or you saw the entrepreneur the young entrepreneur of the year, was that something you're like, you saw that and you said, hey, that's something that's interesting. I should try to fill out the application or see what's involved in that. Or was it something you always had your eye on? No, um, I mean, you know, I was I was honestly, I just I was just checking my emails and I saw that Pizza Today was was putting this on. And I literally thought like, oh, my God, they're reaching out right to me. Um, I, you know. I did not come into my business as a pizza guy. Um, I came into it as an entrepreneur. You know, I owned an ATM business um, and I created, you know, the pizza place and opened it with just an ambition to continue being an entrepreneur, seeing a demand and filling it. And uh, so when an award came up that, you know, wasn't for best chef or best PTOL, it was for a young entrepreneur. I was like, oh my God, like, I want to pull out all the bells and whistles on this uh, to, to basically say why I should be it. And uh, I'm very fortunate and very humbled to have won it. I was actually, I was actually in the audience when you gave your final speech. Oh, that's speech. awesome. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's where I came across you. And I love the fact that you were a little bit nervous, right? Like getting I up in was. front of all those people is difficult. Trust me, I know because oh, I talk yeah. a lot around in front of people <laughs> on the show and on the live show. And then I speak at a lot of different conferences and... You know, as someone who doesn't do that a lot, like you talk in sure. front of your staff, but you don't talk in front yeah. of hundreds of people like that. You did a great exactly. job. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, the goofy part is the the one area where I totally spaced on that speech was the one area that I was like, oh, I got that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to work on that section anymore. I got that one covered. <laughs> and then that's the one area that like I totally freaking left out uh, and got totally spaced on. Um, I mean, I guess it's pretty hilarious looking back on that and, and realizing it. You know what, um, though? One, I think everybody watching – like when sure. you're when you're on stage and you're the person talking, you're so self conscious about making a mistake. But when we're in the audience, like that makes you human. It brings it brings your personality sure. out. So you know, it didn't seem like a robot talking. You made a, you like you got a little nervous, and that's it. Almost makes us like you more. Yeah, and you know, and I mean, you're not the only person to have told me that. I mean, literally, as soon as uh, the award was given out, a couple people came up to me and shook my hand and congratulated me and. Two of the people said that exact very thing. Yeah. Um, you, you, all, so three, all the three people up there did a great job. I, I, I oh, thought yeah, you guys definitely. all did great. Scotty and Crystal were awesome yeah. to, uh, to talk with before and afterwards and uh, to just get to share our stories together. I loved your video, too, your video entry. I think that you had the best video entry for sure. Oh, man. We, that was the one where I was like, we've got to show, we got to show this off. You know, I was like... Uh, uh, it was a really hard period of time. So right when Pizza Today ex- announced it to the time in which they wanted the video submission, I um, I was you know in my restaurant heavily um, in the operations side of things. Just you know lost a couple people and you know was just having to pull up my sleeves again. And um, I mean in those current weeks, I was I was putting in somewhere between seventy five and eighty five hours. Um, and uh, I was just extremely tired, and I was like, "Man, I've got to do this this video right." And uh, I got with my creative director and uh, just started throwing out ideas, like, "Okay, I want to be walking. I want this to be fast paced. Um, let's try to make it a little comical, um, but at the same time, cover all of the hard topics." Um, and we and we did it. And after watching that video. I mean, we felt very good about what we had done. How did, so your your marketing director, is that the person that shot the video for you or edited yeah. it? Yeah, so in, uh, in, in the last couple of years, uh, one of the things that, you know, I continue to strive to do is to, you know, obviously differentiate myself from the rest of the competition as well as other businesses out there. Um, I think that I, I do that a lot uh, just through being an entrepreneur um, and trying to figure out what is the next thing I'm going to do. And a couple of years ago, uh, I really got to a point with the business where I just could not go down another day and work in the restaurant and not have our vision just so in your face. And, you know, it's one thing to be able to talk about it, but it's another thing to be able to show it. And I just really became obsessed with the idea of like, I, I, I want my, my vision to truly be played out. And, you know, I, I, I had a buddy that had helped me create some training videos. Um, he's good at video editing. I went to him. I said, man, I really want you to come on full time with me. He pretty much laughed at that idea because he's <laughs> like, dude, I got a corporate job. I'm making a high salary. I don't see how you could use me all this time. And I'm like, dude, you don't know my brain. (laughs) And I got a ton of stuff that I could use your help with. 
And, uh, I mean, he came on board and, you know, we, you know, I probably invested a good 10 grand or a little bit more in video equipment right out of the gates. And, uh, we started producing content and, um, unfortunately, you know, for me, uh, because I am heavily involved in the restaurants, a lot of my attention still gets diverted to operations. Um, but as much as we can create that content to continue to add on to the vision of whether it's just our company or whether it's onto the, the pizza slayer, which is what we represent. Um, that, that is kind of what we're always kind of trying to create content around. And so as much as we are a pizza place, uh, we are really also trying to push out our vision of what our identity is. And I think that that again is, uh, a major differentiation between myself and a lot of the other pizza places and competitors out there. Listen, I love that because I get a lot of emails from people and the first question I ask them when they're doing marketing is what separates you? What makes you different than the other 17 places around your business? And you got to yeah. be able to answer that quick, right? And yeah. you know, you knew what that answer was because you knew what your vision was and the distribution method for you was just, all right, what, what channel can I use to get that message across to people? So you're already one step ahead of everybody. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but my um, – uh, in at the very end of my speech, one of the things that I said was, you know, something along the lines of, you know, a lot of people come up and ask me, just as they do all of you, what makes your pizza place so different? And something that I have been saying lately, and I said it in the speech, was, well, I do. You know, nobody can be me. Nobody, nobody can see inside my brain. Nobody can copy me exactly. You know, I am what makes my pizza place different. And, and I think that that is something that I'm just a heavy believer in. And, you know, I have, I have tweaked and I have upgraded my, the quality of my food. And I try to do it as much as possible um, without steering too far away from what it is. But at the end of the day, to me, the restaurant is more than about food. And I think that to some degree it has to be because in the, in this, in this environment, in this industry, so much of our food, uh, relies on the people that make it. And I believe that if the individual that is making the food actually believes in what they're doing and loves the vision, then the food naturally will be better. And so I think that, you know, even though the food is, again, important, it better be good, um, especially in a city like Dallas where I am, where I have literally restaurants just all around me. Um, I think that I, I, just, I, I just believe in trying to find and become a magnet for future potential team members out there. And, and I think the best way to do that is through the vision. And, and that has nothing to really necessarily do with just food. Um, it has something to do with so much more than that, something beyond the food. And, and again, that goes beyond branding. Um, and again, so really trying to uh, define our identity and who we are and get people passionate and excited about it. I know that if one day through the creation of content and putting that information out there, if we can truly attract people that are excited and passionate about wanting to be a pizza slayer or wanting to be a part of growth of the company, then I already know that just by having those people in the building, my food will have a better taste, a better quality, 
because that passion does transcend through food. And I think that a lot of my attention just kind of goes to the people element um, because, again, they do control it. There are great restaurants that go out of business all the time. Again, in Dallas, I get to see it. And I think that that in a lot of ways has made me who I am. I can watch a restaurant open up with great food and still fail. And you ask why? Well, maybe they didn't have branding. Maybe they didn't have their vision out there. There are so many other elements to restaurants than just its food. And I think that the people portion of that plays a massive role. And in this culture where social media is so powerful, I think content and how we get content out is 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 such a major player in this game. Wow, I love that. Do you want to co-host the, the show with me? <laughs> That's exactly what we talk about here on the show all the time is you're right. You are what makes your restaurant different. Now, the next challenge is how do you tell people about that? And you're doing that with the course of content creation, right? Correct. Using the platforms that are available for you, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, video, and creating content for those platforms and then letting people know where to go find it and how they can watch it. And then you're doing two things, right? You're building your customer base because they get to see what you're doing and what you're up to. And like you said, you're also talking to future people who could be part of your team. Correct. Which and is, I mean, that's the, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the main thing. It's, you know, I tell you, there's nothing great than when I sit down and I interview somebody and they, you know, one of the first questions I'll ask is, so have you seen any of our videos? You know, it's, it's an instant tell, have they done any research into the business? Because I've got content out there for days. So, um, so it's always a great, it's always a great question, but then you always get these other people that will mention the pizza slayer or going onto the YouTube page before I even get that question out. And then that's when I'm like, all right, this is, this is going good. They were clearly compelled and excited enough to want to have this interview. And so I think for me, for me, again, the, the, the hard part is the balancing of trying to create content and me still being a heavily involved owner. And, and that is a rough balance that I'm still trying to, uh, to master. Um, but I do believe that the day where I can, I can invest more time into the content creation, I think that it will only add to the value of whether it's the food or the people or just the brand itself. I think that everything stands to wind just through the ability to focus on getting content out there. It's like uh, someone said to me, I think I did an interview with someone, it's like a salad, right? Like the, you have, a salad isn't really a salad with just lettuce. That's just the good food, right? You need the branding, which is the tomato. You need the people, which is the dressing. You need the sure. atmosphere and the service, which is the croutons. And you put that all together, and that's when you get a good salad and a good business, in, a, you know, in, a, in the sense of the word. And I think that you're doing a great job of that. Now, let me ask you this. So video is not easy to create. It's, no. it's challenging, it's expensive, it's time-consuming, and on top of all that, you kind of have to be a little charismatic on video, because if you're awkward or shy, it comes through pretty easily. So yeah, no, definitely. were you always comfortable on video? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, to me, I've just always kind of just done it, because, you know, I, you know, attending Pizza Expo, you learn a lot of things, and... Um, you know, one of the things I had picked up over the years was, you know, Hey, I need to get on some of these morning food segment shows, you know, um, not hard to get involved with. Um, we did hire a PR person to help with it, but I know a lot of people that have just done it themselves. Um, 
and, uh, you know, started going on some just morning shows to, you know, make food. Um, so I got a little practice out of doing that. And so then when I brought on the creative director, it was just a little bit different because the camera is directly in front of your face. But um, that's really where some of the expertise of my creative director comes in handy. You know, I always tell them, I'm like, all right, dude, you got to make me look cool now, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> there is that, man, I don't feel I look cool. Um, and, you know, he, he, you know, the, you know, if you got the right person behind the scenes, they can take a lot of the flaws and mistakes that might get made and really make it not look like it at all. Um, but I think that a lot of the rehearsing that we do, um, cause we do like rehearse a lot. Um, and I mean like when you, like, so when you saw that video, uh, that I submitted for pizza today, the scene where I'm walking down the street, I mean that, that scene probably took, I don't know, I'd say probably about hour and a half, maybe two hours. Um, and we'll link up and, that video if you're listening to this, so you can go check it out. But the scene itself is probably what, 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not long at all. And you know, I mean, so, and it's just me constantly walking up and down the block, you know, like, <laughs> just, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And it's funny. Cause I mean, you start to do it so many times that you eventually just memorize the lines and, uh, it's, it's that kind of, it's, it's, it's just the way that it goes, you know, but I think that, I think that if you do take the time to develop the lines and you do have a good creative director and you're patient, um, I think you can, you can get, you can get that comfort level across just by the practice of doing it. I mean, you said yourself in the beginning of it, you know, I don't get on stage regularly. So therefore it's a lot, it's, you know, it's, it was difficult to go up in front of all those people. I'm sure if I was doing it once a month, Hey, by the time I've done it six times, I'll probably be better than the first time. Yeah, absolutely. You, I, think it, I think it's the same thing with video. Yeah, yeah. Consistency matters. Like, listen, when people find the podcast, we've done 200 episodes and I email, get emails regularly of people saying, hey, you know what? I just found the podcast. I love it. I'm like, great. Please don't go back and listen to the first 10. Yeah. Because <laughs> they suck. Because <laughs> you're new at it, right? But as you keep going and you chug through and you keep being consistent with the content and the creation, you just naturally get better at it. And, you know, and I think, you know, in, in relation to uh, the content that we're creating, whether it's to the visionary aspect, you know, that the Pizza Slayer uh, videos um, or it's or it's getting up on stage or it's creating the next video. I think that, you know, that that is a lot of that is a lot of what makes success is that constant practice at it. And it doesn't matter if it's making a pizza or it's making a video. You have to continuously be working at these things to eventually be good at them. And the hard part, again, by being a restaurant owner and any restaurant owner that, you know, is in the shoes that I've been in where you're, you're down there literally every single day, you're watching almost every single ticket. Um, it's really hard to pull yourself away from that and say, okay, now I'm going to practice at this new thing. And I think, I, again, I think that's one of the biggest challenges I deal with. That's one of the hardest balancing acts, but I know that, if, if I don't continue to practice on the content or if I don't continuously create it or if I don't go to my creative director with new and more challenging ideas, then you're not going to see our content get better and you're definitely not going to see more of it. And that's not good. You know, one, I'm paying him to be here. Uh, two, if that vision of that content stops going out there, then it starts to work against everything that I'm 
really kind of, that, that what I believe in currently. And that's how do we, how do we find and create a brand that is going to become a magnet to attract the right type of people that be a part of what it is we're doing here. Does your creative and so again, director, I think it, again, yeah, sorry. Practice. Yeah, does your creative You're director good. work in the store too, or does he just do the creative part? Yeah, so we're fortunate that we have this uh, really awesome office right above the pizza restaurant. So we literally come upstairs and we're like in a loft style office. Uh, we've got, you know, a couple office admins up here. Um, his office is up here. So we're actually able to, uh, you know, shoot video in here. And then if we need infer- you know, if we need content from downstairs, he just runs downstairs to shoot it. That's great. Um, you know, we could we could get a way cheaper office space, not officing above the pizza place, but we're kind of paying for convenience to a degree. Yeah, exactly. And time is money, right? If it takes you a half hour every day to drive to the office, you might as well just be right above the pizzeria and pay a little bit more. Exactly, exactly. So it's really easy for us to go down and, you know, hey, guys, we need a pizza, you know, make it. Boom. Hey, we're down there shooting, you know, and we've got storage up here. We've got everything we need to to be able to, you know, really really have an organized, I guess, um, video production. Just leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you, you've asked, you you mentioned the pizza slayer a few times and I know what that is because I saw your video and I saw you at the pizza expo, but explain to folks at home who are listening to this, what the pizza slayer is. Yeah. So the pizza slayer is really the embodiment of making our style of pizza, uh, and perfecting it. Um, you know, we have extremely high standards to make it our exact way. Um, you know, you've got to be able to make a perfect cheese pizza in under a minute and a half. Um, some of our, our greatest ones can do it in a minute. And we actually, we currently, we roll our dough with rolling pins. Um, so just in, in where we're, where we're like checking for thickness in all areas and, uh, it's pretty tedious. Uh, but you know, as we were, as we were, you know, really getting into the whole vision aspect and we were trying to create, you know, more or less a ladder for employees and team members to kind of, uh, work up to, it was kind of like, man, you know, we need this identity. We need this thing that is, you know, really badass. And we didn't want to use the word badass. Um, you know, you just, I don't see that on a billboard one day, you know, be a badass pizza maker. I mean, you could, but I just don't think that works. And, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, one of the, uh, titles that we had come up with was pizza slayer. And one of our guys one day was like, man, I think that sounds like the coolest thing. And I was like, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that is cool. And it was just kind of all of at that moment. We're all shaking our heads. Yes. Like, Oh my God, that is it. That is what people will be, pizza slayers. And I mean, and again, being a young entrepreneur or an entrepreneur in general, it was like, okay, well, if we're going to become pizza slayers, well, what does that like look like? Like, do you just have a title? Is it just a name? Like we really wanted to go, we wanted to dive all the way in. So, you know, I went to my branding company um, that, that I use here, uh, Plan B, and, um, you know, I'm sitting with them and I'm like, Hey, you know, like I got to make this, this image of this person that, that has to be badass, but they're pizza slayers. And like, and I start like describing like the pizza cutter and I'm kind of like describing it on, on me and 
they're like, okay, so you want the pizza, the, the pizza cutter on you like a, like a holster almost. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And, and so next thing you know, we reach out to a guy on Etsy and he develops a prototype and, um, he could not do what was really necessary, uh, to really develop this holster. And so we went and got with a leather guy, uh, here in town, um, and, uh, full custom or full house leather. And, uh, we sat with him for about a year and, and literally, I mean that a year and worked on a pro an actual working model of the holster. Um, We've done everything to get the trademark on Pizza Slayer, to get a and file a design patent on the holster. Um, we literally went a step above on every little thing to protect what this identity that we're creating. Um, and and now, I mean, you know, again with this with this with this pizza holster. So now, when you walk into Gapco, you're greeted by a Pizza Slayer wearing a chef uniform holster on, which houses a pizza cutter and a dough knife. And I mean, it's fully functional, you know, and it, like I said, that that's, and that's what took a year to do was, okay, now that you've got this cool piece of leather, how do you, how do you make it where it's comfortable? How do you make it where it's functional? How do you make it where it's food safe? Um, I mean, we actually went through all these processes, uh, to develop this product. I love it. Can you buy those? Cause I want to buy one. Yes, I, we are. We are working on that. It's not not available yes, yet, but we're working on it. I, I really just try to direct people to our website, uh, GAPC.co, um, and that's really where we're going to have a lot of our new uh, our new stuff. We're working on we're working on a store right now, um, and you can look for that to be available very soon. All right, because that's super cool. I saw you wearing that, and I thought that was that's really cool. I'd like to wear that around while I'm making pizza. Oh hell yeah, man! I mean, people walk in, and I mean, they they freaking love it. You know, and it's and again, I mean, we could we could have just stopped at Pizza Slayer. You know, I mean, just, you know, I think, again, you know, going back to the why I why I really wanted to win that entrepreneur title and why I felt like it was just speaking to me is because of how uh, how how many risks I'm willing to take to really make something happen. And and I think that. You know, again, like it could have just stopped at a name like, OK, cool. We got the name Pizza Slayer, but we didn't do that. You know, we took we took forever to decide exactly what chef coat it was going to be. We said, no, we're going to freaking get we're going to make a holster. You know, we dumped a year into that. We're going to get trademarks. We're going to get patents. I mean, all these things cost money, you know, but but it's the risk that I'm willing to take to do everything I can to make it right. And, and I think when you even go back into the early days I think it's that passion and that perseverance uh, within me and I know within a lot of other entrepreneurs out there of just that, that grind to want to see something go full circle. And, and I think that's, that's what I think people can continue to see from Gapco. Um, I, that's why our YouTube page is so important. I always tell people to go there to see our content um, because I, I, what I tell people is I'm like, hey, Stay in, stay in tune on that end because we want people to see this journey because to us, you know, winning the award was phenomenal. Uh, get, you know, having having Pizza Slayer being talked about now is great. But what is the next thing to come? And I think that 
Um, you're going to continuously see new exciting projects that we're working on to create and develop that content and those additions onto our brand to make it that much more exciting. I love it. So what does success look like to you? What's the ultimate goal? Oh man, nine stores. So I got two, so seven more to go. Um, why nine? Man, you know, again, said it in the speech that uh, I had called Denise about a year ago, and I'm like, Denise, what are the rules like for being in the independent category? Um, and again, I'm talking about Denise Greer with Pizza Today. Um, and she said, well, you can't have more than nine. If you go ten, you're a chain. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, ten sounds a lot. I'm going to make nine my goal. Um, and so my, my goal is to eventually be, uh, number one on pizza today's hot 100 list. Do you know who number one is on there now? Ooh, I mean, I always look, but, but I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. No. I don't either. That's why I was asking you. I wanted to see, you know, I mean, I do, I mean, I know it changes, you know, and, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I do generally when it comes out, you know, I'll do a bunch of research, uh, the week that that magazine will come out just on who is number one, what, you know, I'm looking at things like, what does their website look like? (laughs) You know, like, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in stuff like that because I like to see where people are on, on the, the technology side of things. Um, you know, again, to me, Food is one element of the restaurant, but again, there's so there's so many different areas that restaurants transcend into, and technology down to your website is, I think, something that is of value because I think your website or your or your you know your mobile app uh, can be used in a way to attract the right type of people. Yeah, and I agree with that 100%. In moving forward, like 10 years from now, the people who yeah. don't use the web aren't going to be alive. Yeah, you know, I, mean, in, I would agree. In like, I would agree, man. So it's not like it's not like the older generation is getting bigger, and the older consumer who doesn't use the web and doesn't want to get a cell phone is growing. Like they're dying, literally. Yeah, and yeah. The younger you generation know, doesn't want to talk to you. They want to go to your website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think a lot of everything I've done uh, that is a step you know, uh, towards, you know, better technology or a better brand or whatever, whatever thing, whatever I'm investing in or, you know, trying to elevate, I believe that all those things ultimately make me more money, make the brand more money, make the company more money. And so when, when I see other people just not doing it, I'm just, I'm basically just saying, wow, like you could be making more money you in turn then could pay your staff better. You in turn then could have, you know, more people that believe in what they're doing. You in turn then could have an offer careers or long-term goals. But because you don't want to invest in this one thing, you are really, you're cutting your feet off, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do the show for. We try to teach people that and we try to talk to guys like yourself who are doing it. To not only just like, hey, this isn't just what we talk about. Look at this guy. He's actually doing it and it's working for him. So you should do the same thing. Everybody's looking for a way to grow their business or to make things better. Look at the people who are doing it. Just like you look at that top 100 and say, I'm going to go check out their websites. Maybe their website's better than mine and I can adjust some things. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I regularly, I mean, I go into pizza places all the time. Like all the time, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm with you. Pizza, I'm eating their wings. 
Um, we're checking out websites. Even, I mean, I go onto a lot of the, I go onto a lot of uh, uh, corporate sites too to see what the big dogs are doing, um, and and see if they're investing in any types of technologies that I'm I might not know of. And um, I'm I, we're we're constantly trying to educate ourselves and learn what's new and what's cutting edge. And you know, again, I mean, if there's anything, you know, I mean, if there is a lot of, you know pizza guys stuck in their pizza restaurants right now. I mean, you'll hear it time and time again, you know, um, if you're working in it, you're not working on it. And, and I, and I know personally how hard of a transition it is to work out of the restaurant, to go work on other things. Um, it is very, it can be so agonizing, uh, to try to do that. But I do believe that, uh, by my work, putting, working on the business, I'm able to, truly develop these goals. I'm able to develop things like the pizza slayer. Um, I'm able to put more value into the brand, which in turn, like I said, gives me the ability to give the people that work for me a possible career or a long-term employment. And I think that if you're not focused, if you're working in it, it's going to be very hard to even focus on providing that. And I think as a, as an employer, um, and as and as a business that's trying to grow, it is all about the people, and it is all about how can we get them to commit and buy in and be here longer. Uh, because we don't want to have to retrain people every single month. Um, we want people that are going to be by our side and take care of our product and allow us to turn our backs so that we can work on bigger and better things. Well, I love it, Sammy. I think you're doing a great job. I love what you're doing, and I look forward to having you back on in the future and yeah. saying, Hey, you know what? Now we're at seven stores. We're almost at our nine goal. Uh, I think yeah. you can do it. If there's anybody that I think has a shot at doing it, it's certainly you after talking to you for the last 40 minutes. So <laughs> I love that. So where can people go check you out or follow you on social and uh, kind of see what you're up to and kind of get some ideas of what they should be doing. Yeah. I mean, definitely check out our Facebook page at Greenville Avenue pizza code, I mean, Greenville Avenue pizza company. Um, of course we're on, you know, and, and Gapco PV, which is our newer store. Um, check out our YouTube page again, Greenville Avenue pizza company. We're on Instagram, Twitter, um, all of the social media outlets. And your website is gapc.co. Correct. Correct. And, and, um, oh yeah, yeah. In here. And if people are having a hard time on our Twitter, um, our Twitter feed is at live by the slice. And we'll link all that up in the show notes. So if you're listening to this and we just gave you a, a ton of info in a short period of time. Uh, go over to the show notes sure. for this episode over at smartpizzamarketing.com, and we'll link up your website, your Twitter, your Instagram, and your Facebook oh, page and, Bruce, and your YouTube channel. Uh, you definitely got to put a, uh, uh, a link to our, our uh, uh, Pizza Man song on Spotify. Okay, yeah, definitely. I will do that. It's on – what is that exactly? Um, it, is, it is kind of like our anthem. You know, I, uh, I'm fortunate enough to have you know, known people like my creative director and also a good buddy of mine that is a songwriter – and uh, said, man, you, you've got I, I want like an anthem for my for my team, something to rile them up. And uh, I sent him a bunch of key phrases and words and slogans that we used. And he developed this awesome song. And um, uh, so it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's called Pizza Man. And, um, uh, and at the second restaurant, since it's a uh, VoIP phones, you know, you know, voice over Internet. Um, when we put people on hold, that's the song that plays. Um, so it's very, very, very cool song. Very well written. 
That's awesome. Maybe I'll play that at the end of this episode. Oh, that would be great. Um, so cool, Sammy. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. I super appreciate it. Yeah, you got it, Bruce. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you for uh, thank you for inviting me. All right, don't hang up. Well, thanks to Sammy for coming on and sharing that great information. That was great, very inspiring. If that doesn't inspire you to go look at what you're doing for marketing and create some videos in your own business, then I don't know what is going to do that, but you should definitely do that. Even if you don't have a marketing director, you can definitely use your phone, create some videos. We actually created a video on what you should be creating for videos over on YouTube, but you can find that video over on our smartpizzamarketing.com website. And it'll show you exactly what you should be doing for video and how you can easily create that video if you're not big enough to have a marketing director, right? You can just use your iPhone and shoot a couple videos. So go check that out over at our website. Go check out all the show notes for this episode over at smartpizzamarketing.com. If you need help with your marketing, we're getting into video heavily with our marketing platform. Smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip is the place for you to be able to go to see if your zip code is available. Talk to somebody and let us kind of help you run your marketing. Facebook changes all the time. Instagram, email marketing, creating video for your businesses and what videos you should be creating. Coaching that we that we give you along with the marketing platform. It all comes together over at smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. That's how you're going to figure out if we can work together, you and I, or our team and your team. We're going to be a team together, but only if your zip code is available. Also, our mastermind group, if maybe you don't want us to do it for you, but you need some help and you need some ideas and inspiration, our mastermind group is the perfect spot for that. Smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. All right, stay tuned for the future episodes of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. If you're not subscribed on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, please hit the subscribe button. Leave me a review. Uh, that would be awesome of you. It doesn't help the show at all, but it just makes me feel better. So if you could go do that for me, that would be fantastic. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel for our SPM show, the new show that we have coming out, just like this podcast here, but we're live on location at these pizzerias, bringing you the same conversations from the podcast, but we do it in video form and we bring you into their kitchens. We have them show you around their restaurant, give you a real inside look at what they're doing and makes them successful. So you can go check that out over at smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash nothing, nothing forward slash, just smartpizzamarketing.com and then click the YouTube button that is uh, because we don't edit the show. That was a mistake I made right there and it's okay. We're going to put that out anyway. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Your attention is appreciated. And we'll see you next time on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast.